And we're back. Hello, beloved. Thank you once again for joining us for another Be Well, Beloved Wednesday. I am your co-host and co-captain on this ship to country herself, Sidon Long. Hey, country, how you doing? Hey, everybody. What's up? Yeah, that's right. I am the, the co-pilot, but I've kind of <laughs> hijacked the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> yeah, because I got it and I'm I'm riding. <laughs> so again, this is I guess week three of you know, be well beloved Wednesdays. And you know, each week, you know, we try to give you something that you can literally use as soon as you hear it to make your life better, um, improve your mental state, improve your physical state, improve your financial state, your relationships, your relationships with your friend, family, friends, and frenemies too. So um, without further ado, uh, this week we're talking about self-value and self-equity. Not to be confused with self-esteem, but self-value and self-equity. And before we jump into it, Country, anything you got going on this week you want to talk about? Well, I really just wanted to say, so self-value are we able to tie self-awareness in with that or what? Okay. So that, that was just, that was just one of my questions. But for me this week, um, football was Xander, you know, I am not an outdoors type person. I don't mind the great outdoors, but a sports mom, no. So with me, I'm becoming more self-aware because it's a big world out there. And so this will be a great conversation for us, you know, even as far as the, the value is concerned and the equity, because I need to pour into myself to build and leave a legacy for my children. And as they see me grow, I'm planting seeds for growth in them as well. Exactly. So before we get into it, so you're becoming a football mom. How's that? Oh, my God. It, you know what? I just learned what a pick six was, and I guess Xander has had two pick sixes, and these pick sixes are winning the game. And so it's exciting to watch and learn. Like, I've watched football. Mm -hmm. Um, I fought my freshman year so that women could be on the football team as well um, because I had this really good friend who wanted to play football. So it was like, okay, I'll join with you, and we can play together and do some rallies and all that stuff so that you can get on the team. And so we won, got her on the team. She was really great. Um, myself was inserted in there, but I quit because the whole goal was to get her there. So I know a little bit about football, but to actually be hands-on with it and learning the different terms and, you know, spiking because he uh, did a spike when he got the, the pick six and got in trouble. Um, and so just learning the why and why not right along with him. I think that's just a really good spot for me to be in. Well, that's good. So are you meeting any potential uh, coaches that might could be potential bulls? For me? Yeah. 
You know, you one person that always say put your eggs in. Don't put all, all your eggs the in one basket. <laughs> well, yeah, don't put. But I'm sorry, my egg is still in that one basket, right? <laughs> I just feel like one day God will move the stars in whatever way it's supposed to be, and I'm gonna just sit sit on faith and ride this one out. Chat fam, what is, what, what is hope? You know, chat fam, uh, in the comments. If if you think that she should just hold on to faith, um, put an A. If you think that she should uh, keep her options open, put a B. Because <laughs> this has got to be our own little personal side conversation that we share with y'all and bring y'all into. Um, my personal opinion is that, you know, if the situation isn't right at the time that it's supposed to be right, then you got to keep moving. So if you think mm. she should, you know, see what else God has in store for her, again, put that B. Now, if you think she should just keep hope alive and, and see if the one actually is the one, even though that one is not quite ready to be that one, then you put an A. So hopefully we'll get some comments in the um, comments to see what people really think about that. <laughs> You're so wrong. I'm going to get you back. Uh, I told you I was driving. <laughs> I'm gonna get you back. Down here trying to play matchmaker for me. Hey, good athletic fit men out there, some good single fathers out there. I'm just saying. No, you might want to pay attention as they go walking by. That's all. That's all. You know, and you might have a friend or two that you could introduce them to, even if they not for you. And if that's what you want, ladies, then you put C. But yeah, that, let's fine. get into it though. So, <laughs> so again, you know, we've been talking about, you know, just really trying to put ourselves in a better mental state so that we can show up in life better, you know, for ourselves, for our family, um, so that we can start to kind of put some of these things behind us that have been in the way, you know, and keeping us from being successful as parents, as partners, as sons, as daughters. You know, and ultimately affecting our health and careers, you know, because all of those things work together, you know, for your good or your bad, mm -hmm. to be quite honest with you. So, you know, I want to talk about self-value because a lot of times, you know, people say, well, she got low self-esteem or, you know, he got low self-esteem or they're insecure, or so on and so forth. And really, a lot of times what happens with people is they get so caught up in trying to be everything for everybody that they forget to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if you've ever been on a plane, you know, one of the first things they say on a plane is, you know, put your own mask on before you try to help somebody else put theirs on. You know, and when you put your own mask on, that gives you a chance to catch your breath. It gives you a chance to calm down and it makes you more useful, you know, which is, you know, how we're going to slide to the second part, which is self equity. You know, what we can do, to then make ourselves more valuable, more useful, not only to ourselves but to others. So let's really just kind of break down self-value. Okay, mm -hmm. self-value is literally how you treat yourself. You know, so let's just say, for example, it's ten o'clock on a Sunday night. Got a big presentation on Monday morning. You know, this could possibly position you to get a promotion. You know. And a friend calls. They need a ride home. They need to talk. Um, they going through something. What do you do? You know, do you look at your phone and say, yeah, I'll check with them tomorrow? 
or do you pick up the phone and immediately go into help mode? Right. You know, and for a lot of us, instead of letting that call go to voicemail, we pick up the phone. You know, and now these life changing opportunities that we have are slipping through the cracks because we've been such a good friend to somebody when we should have been being a good friend to ourselves. Now, let me be clear. I am not saying that you should not be there for your friends, but anybody who is a real friend to you wants to see you succeed. You know, anybody that's a real friend to you knows that, hey, you know, sis got a a hectic schedule. She coaching football or she's going to football practices and she's trying to work out and she's trying to do all these things. So let me, you know, keep this problem to me try to solve this problem by myself or let me call somebody else you know it's a quote out there that says uh show me your friends and i'll show you your future right and so if if you're around a bunch of takers right and Mm -hmm. and ne'er do wells (laughs) you're gonna be the one that's out here depleted while they living a best life off all your energy and your money and your time right and then it's one of them things where it's like until you value you you won't value your time. And until you value your time, you won't do nothing else with it. You'll just waste it, right? So that's important. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I'll use myself as an example. I mean, I didn't really realize how motivational or inspirational or or any of those things until the people around me started prospering off the things that I was telling them to do. So... I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that was the thing that that made me say, oh, wow, I really do have good information that people can use because the people who are using it are prospering. Now, here's the problem with that. As they were prospering off my information, I wasn't prospering. You know, I was in a job that I hated. I was unhealthy, you know, physically, you know, and, you know, kind of resentful because I wasn't able to get the things out of life that, I needed and wanted, you know, but yet the people who I was working for, they were taking my advice and information and turning it into millions of dollars. You know, the friends that I was taking time out for, they were getting raises and promotions. And then they would say, I only do the stuff you tell me to do. You know, so what I'm saying to you, if you're listening right now, or what I'm saying to you who is listening right now is your information has value. Your experience has value and your employer is benefiting from it. You know, your friends are benefiting from it, but God gave it to you so you could benefit from it. Mm-hmm. You know, he gave it to you so you could start a business. He gave it to you so you could get a promotion. He gave it to you so that you could be in good health. You know, so what is going to have to happen is you're going to have to get comfortable with telling people no. You're going to have to get comfortable with, you know, as I say, embracing your inner villain, you know, and telling people, no, I can't do that. You know, I don't have time for that today, um, maybe this weekend or maybe next week. Um, because if you don't start to value yourself and see yourself as somebody who should be treated well, somebody who should treat themselves well, then people are just going to constantly, as my, you know, my guy, LaJuan Clemens says, steal your virtue. 
you know, I mean, there's nothing to see. There's nothing worse than seeing somebody who poured into someone. And then when the person got their stuff together, they left them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, you know, a lot of times, you know, especially, you know, as we get older, you know, and I know everybody on here is not getting older as fast as others, but as we get older, you know, you start to look back over your life and you have regret, you know, why didn't I make the right decision at the right time for my own future? And it's usually wrapped around, well, I didn't want to leave my family or I didn't want to leave my man or I didn't want to rock the boat with my friends, you know, but a person that truly and honestly values themselves says, I got to put me first. You know, because if you do put yourself first, and I mean, when you, when I say put yourself first, I mean, you know, turn off your phone. I mean, stop running every time somebody calls, you know, guarding your ear gate and your eye gate. You know, I don't want to hear that, you know, negative conversation. I don't want to hear that gossip. You know, don't send me that meme. Don't send me that video. That's not good for my mm-hmm. health. Mm-hmm. You know, until you do that, you can't really devote the time you need to creating the type of equity in yourself and raising your value. I've been doing, um, I call them mirror exercises, right? Mm. <laughs> where I just kind of self-talk to myself in the mirror Mm -hmm. because I need to get to know who that person is that everybody else sees. Right. I need to know the person whose shell I'm in. And so for me, that's looking at myself. Mm -hmm. I've also been doing a challenge with posted notes, you know, with affirmations and those are on the mirror as well. And so when I'm self-talking to myself, trying to find out who that person is, I'm reading these affirmations to me. Right. And so it's kind of safe to say, or fair to say that none of us really know who we are, you know, and we tend to spend most of our lives robotically just going through the motions all day, every day, piling on pizza topping out the pizza topping out the pizza topping without taking a bite. You know, uh, we spend most of our time dealing with kids and friends and work and everything else just to find things to occupy our mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so at what point do we take a step back? When do we take a step back to try to figure out that self-awareness for ourselves, you know, what, what's patterns and behaviors, emotions, how do we begin to process these things to just try to be the best us, you know, because uh, another quote uh, about Drew that mm-hmm. I really like is look outside and you'll see yourself, right? But if you look inside, you'll find yourself. And so I'm on a quest with my mirror um, reflections to find out who I am. Well, here's a cool little thing. First of all, it says that you do value yourself. The very fact that you're seeking information that is going to, again, improve your self-equity, that is going to make you more useful to yourself, that is going to make you more useful to your children, that is going to bear fruit in your life. Like you're planting seeds in your garden. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. It's like, I think enough of me to read a book. You know, I think enough of me to exercise. You know, I think enough of me to eat right. You know, 
I'm trying to operate at my highest level. So I'm not going to keep eating stuff that makes me sluggish and tired and sleepy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I think enough of myself that I'm going to go to the doctor, you know, because I'm trying to operate at my highest level. Like people talk about living their best life, but in order to live your best life, you got to treat yourself the best. You know? right. yeah. And I'm not just talking about clothes. Yeah. You know, because how can you operate at your best self and get the result of operating at your best self if you aren't putting the right things in your mind and your body? You know, if you're constantly listening to, to negativity, like how is that helping me gain clarity about what my next move needs to be? You know, do I need That's- to go back to school? You know, do I need to, to look for a different job? know how do i gain that clarity if everything spinning in my head is negative because Mm -hmm. everybody around me is bitter and resentful and entitled and it feels like people owe them something you know where are the people who are inspiring me you know where are the people who are challenging me and saying man we gotta we gotta live to a higher level you know one of the the yeah because your friends are definitely going to impart into you they're not going to always be takers they want to see you grow they want to see you happy they want to see you at peace you know and it's not going to be a lot of down talk i want somebody around me that's going to help build who i am with positivity you know and it's okay to have your moments and you know have some negative stuff from time to time but every day when i answer that phone call from you or you know get a text or you know the things that I put inside of me is important to me. So it should be important to the people that I'm around as well. Have your moment, but come up out of it. We're not staying in a place. And here's a little bit of a test. The next time, you know, your friend or friends call with that negativity, turn it around and be positive. And if they can't be positive with you, if that makes them want to get off the phone, if that makes them angry, you know, or well, you ain't paying attention to what I'm saying, then they're probably not as good a friend to you as you think they are. Yeah. You know, because if somebody can never celebrate you, if somebody is never there for you emotionally, then how are we we bonded? Where's where's our relationship? How are we relating? Or am I only just the dumping ground for all of your... Yeah, I'm just your garbage truck negativity so if they go negative you go positive and if that positive runs them off then so be it and then the other thing to go back to what you were saying is when's the last time you lived in the present and i know people like well that sounds really stupid i live in the present that's good no you know some people think that some part somebody else like that sounds stupid but here's the thing you know shout out to dr joe dispenser if I get up in the morning thinking about everything that happened yesterday, what day am I in? Am I in yesterday or today? Yeah. You know, if every one of my conversations about who did me wrong six weeks ago, am I six weeks ago or am I in today? You know, start to listen to your own personal self-talk, listen to your personal conversations and start to figure out like, man, as only is only thing I'm talking about is old stuff. You know, is the only thing I'm talking about is stuff from the past? You know, 
or am I talking about my future? Am I talking about my tomorrows? Am I talking about my today? You know, what I'm working on, working toward, aspiring to have, and actually putting energy into currently. You know, because if you're constantly saying, well, you know I used to be, or you know back in the day, that's what all your thoughts in life is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All yeah. your mistakes, <laughs> you know, right. all of the things that didn't go right for you, you know, or, you know, because some people get stuck in the years where they were very popular. Right. <laughs> and you're no longer that popular person anymore, but you're still living there and you're stuck and you can't move forward. So then it's time to do some mirror reflections. You know? And you might not even notice it, which is why I'm I'm pointing it out, because people who value themselves, if you ask them what's going on in their life, they can tell you, hey, I eat healthy because I'm trying to be healthy. I am reading these books or I went back to school or I'm taking this online course because I am trying to get to a, a certain place, whether it be higher, more peaceful, less stressful, you know, more um, certain and solidified, whatever it is, they're trying to move into a place that is ahead of them, or they're doing it to maintain a place that they're happy at. You know, I like right now, like people, you know, who see me, you know, on the Mondays or who see me on the wellness Wednesdays, a lot of the, what I'm doing right now is not about me losing weight. It's just about maintaining the quality of life that I have. Right. You know, but if I didn't value myself, I would be just this yo-yo, you know, because I would lose weight and then I wouldn't think enough of myself to maintain the habits that I've created and not just eat and do anything. You know, but you have to think enough of yourself. You have to consider yourself and say, yeah, I need my money. So I can't keep loaning it to you, <laughs> you know, because I'm going to take that money and take a vacation because I need a rest. You know, I'm going to take this money and invest it. And that way, when somebody does call you, instead of you having to get up out of your bed and take your, your car that needs repairs and, you know, use your gas money that you really ain't got a lot of, now you can just say, hey, man, I'm going to see this $50. Take an Uber. Right. You know, now, you know, you can say, hey, you know what? I know you ain't got a car right now. I got an extra car. Don't borrow this car until you get your car fixed. Because now... I've been able to elevate myself in whatever thing that God has for me. But if you continually give all your good time, good energy to things that don't serve you, how are you going to get where you're supposed to be? And if the people around you don't respect it, then they're not really your friends or at least not the friends you think they are. You know, if I have a client and she's in school, And I'm like, okay, all your friends are going to want to enjoy your success. So why aren't your friends participating in your success? When you make it, they're going to all want to ride. They're going to all want to hang. They're going to all want to go. They're going to want seats in the front row. So while you're trying to make it, shouldn't they be investing in you? Shouldn't they be making sure you eat? Right. You know, making sure that you can get back and forth to where you need to go. So if there's never any reciprocity, then how do they value you as much as you value them? 
And if there's no reciprocity, why are you continually to pour into something or someone that's not giving you anything back? Now, don't get me wrong. If you value yourself enough and you raised your equity enough to where people live in your overflow, that's different. Mm -hmm. But if you barely making it and you tired and you struggling and you going through and you are being called to something greater, but every time you try to do the greater thing that you're being called to, somebody calls you and interrupts you. Every time you try to read a book, sit down and meditate, sit down and clear your head, write out your bills, your goals, somebody's constantly stepping in and they have no respect for your time, then how can you really say that, man, they got my best interest at heart? And you don't have to feel guilty because again, when you make it, these same folks (laughs) don't want to be in the front row. They don't want to say, ooh, that's my girl. She got her masters. Ooh, my girl doing it. So they should be able to give you the space to go to class. They should be able to give you the space to go to the gym. They should be able to give you the space to walk and eat healthy without constantly trying to get you to go out, drink, smoke, and carouse. Yeah. Because the fruit of you doing what God has called you to do is not only going to heal you and feed you, it's going to feed them too. Right. You know, my friends being successful has helped me tremendously. You know, why? Because sometimes they, hey, man, you give me a prime example. You know, got a homegirl, called me one day. Well, hey, man, I got two tickets to a Pacers game. My flight got canceled. I can't get to Indy. I live in Gary. Hour 35, 45 minutes away. Okay, so she literally gives me two seats so close to the floor that I could see the people's names on the jerseys and hear what they're saying. Just gives them to me. Like, I know you in Indiana. I know that's not that far of a trip. So here, just I'm going to leave the tickets at will call. Right. You know, so her success, her gifts turned into something that I could enjoy. You know, so. Again, when you're able to get to the level you want to get to, then you can give generously. But if the people keep you from getting there, then you'll never be able to give generously to the degree that you will want to. You know, you'll never be able to pour into people like you want to. You'll never be able to have the impact that you want to have. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the reasons I'm able to sit here is because man, I've been diligently putting work into me. I've been improving my self-equity, making myself more useful to the people who I've been charged with protecting, covering, serving, being employed by, partnering with, so that when the time comes, I have something to give. So when the time comes, I can show up. But if you never take that space and like, yeah, let me let me just step back for a minute. You know, like one of the things I admire about country is the fact that she took that little social media break. You know, it's like, I'm going to guard my eye gate. You know, I'm going to guard my ear gate. I don't want to see none of that. I don't want to hear none of that right now. I'm in a space where I need to talk to God. I'm in a space where I need to get my head right. I'm in a space where I need to work. You know, and that was a really good spot for me because during the month of December, it's always... uh 
really tough time. And so, you know, now we got January added into this tough time and I'm just learning, you know, it's more so on me, mm-hmm. the type of headspace and the type of things that I want living inside or taking residency inside of my head, right? Um, and just pushing through. So if I'm logging on and dealing with social media every day and my headspace is already cloudy, then that's just making me worse, you know? And yeah. I always tell people, it's easy for you to become depressed and have anxiety and be fatigued and all this stuff dealing depending on uh, prescription drugs and stuff. You know what I'm saying? When you got the power in your hand, just start turning some stuff off, setting some boundaries, right? And trying to work on those strengths as well as looking at your weaknesses, seeing how you can tweak them to make them better. We got to exercise our own thoughts and our own mind. You know what I'm saying? And, And strengthen that so that we can move forward. Do I plan on December and January being rough or forever? No. But throughout life, I do find that those months and even April, look, April uh, was just like, oh, a lot did happen in April. And those reminders come back. But that's not a place where I want to be stuck in year after year. You know, it's definitely so much more. I always say so much more that's going on. But the support system that I've created, that God has allowed me to have, has been very good as far as my strength because those are my rocks. I'm able to fall on them and they give me what I need to help me keep going. And if, you know, I feel bad for people that don't have those things where people don't value them enough, right? Yeah. Where it's just like, I'm just going to take and pull from you. I don't even value you enough to pour back into you. I just want what I can get and then I'm out. You know, and once you can't give to me anymore, then that's it. Our friendship is over, right? And the sand is there for a reason. Some people are here for a reason, a season, or a lifetime, right? So it's like that pertains to you as well. Do you always want to have seasons? You know, where do you want to be in your lifetime? And what's the reasons for all of those things? And so as we grow, in life, as we mature, like what type of person is it that you want to be? What does that look like? What does your self-value look like? What does that awareness look like? What does that equity look like, right? It's all the same thing with different tweaks in each one as far as meaning. Because even with the self-awareness, like we talked, like am I constantly talking about old stuff? You know, ask your friends. I mean, like I have friends, like I said, most of the times we're just not aware of it. I have friends that if I told them, like, you do realize every time I talk to you, you bring up that person. You, know, you do realize every time I talk to you, you talk about, you know, some stuff from when we was kids. You know, what you got going on right now? Well, but you know what, and it's a lot of fear in a lot of this stuff, too. Right. You know, so for me, it's like, where does this fear come from? And at what point do you begin to take risks and jump? Because that just may be the keys that unlock everything, the trickle effect, you know, to happiness. But you have to know what you need on the inside first before you go jumping for these things, because it can also have a negative impact that will then keep you in the same space that you're in. But here's the thing with that, you know, I'm a fan of risk. I'm also a fan of research. Right. <laughs> so if you feel like you want to take a risk and you're not quite sure, 
do a little research. Figure out how it works. That way you can gain a level of confidence and understand what you're going through when you start to move through it. You know, mm-hmm. so that you take a calculated risk. You know, so now I factored in, okay, it's probably going to take me six months to lose this 15 to 20 pounds. Okay. So now how do I set up my day so that I can ensure that I put myself in the best position to lose this 15 to 20 pounds? You know, how do I set up my day? Okay. Now I want to work out in the morning. Okay. Working out in the morning starts with how I go to bed at night. Okay. I need to make sure I lay out my clothes, put my keys in the shoes so that I have to put the <laughs> shoes on that I need to wear to walk and the keys are in the shoes. So I can't go out the house without putting on those shoes. Right. You know, now, you know, take the phone, you know, put the phone on the other side of the room, you know, still put it on the charger. You can still turn the ringer up. You can still do all of that. However, make it so that I got to get out of the bed in order to pick that phone up and see what's mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. You know, then exactly set those little educational monitors that only give you 30 minutes or 40 minutes of TikTok or 30 or 40 minutes of Twitter or 30 or 40 minutes of YouTube. Set those so that now you can kind of track how much time you TikToking, so that you could track how much time you Instagram it, so you could track how much time you YouTube it. So if you do that, now you're starting to set some guardrails. That if you mm-hmm. just follow your plan, allow you to reach your goal. You know, I'm gonna tell all my friends, hey, don't call me until after nine, because at seven thirty I'm going to the gym. Or shut your phone down. It has a, a, a way to set up those private hours in that private time. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. It's only a select. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, it's only a handful of people that can get through. At certain times, you know, and everything else, I've even gotten to the point of if somebody dies, just tell me about it tomorrow because I don't even want to deal with it. You know, once I wind down, those are my thoughts. That's my peaceful time. That's my time to talk with God, you know, and I really don't want nothing else getting up in it. So absolutely. But the thing is, is you have to think that you deserve it. You have to think that you're valuable enough. You have to see yourself as the person who should have it. You know, I love myself enough to say, I'm not going to hold a conversation with you to the point where I am exhausted and have gained nothing out of it. Right. There's there's investing time and there's spending time. You know, time that you invest gives you something in return. You know, I feel better. You know, I learned something. You know, something was added to me. You know, whether it was joy, peace, energy. You know, spent time is time that you never get nothing back for. You know, so you have to start to see the two and say, which one are my friends and my interactions falling into? And I get that there's probably going to be a certain level of, man, I feel like a shitty, selfish person. There is. You're right. People going to be mad at you. People are going to say you didn't changed, But you know what? Them the same people that when you make it, going to be like, oh, that's my girl. I knew she was going to. Yeah. Yeah. Not. <laughs> not going to switch it up one bit. Going to tell you not to start the podcast. 
Then we had 105 Girl, episodes. You shouldn't do that. So proud. Okay. <laughs> you know, and I mean, again, I use myself as an example. You know, people told me, you know, don't quit your good job. Then my good job quit me. <laughs> so now mm-hmm. I had no choice. I could go find another job or I could trust God. You know, obviously God trying to tell me something because <laughs> I'm not prospering over here. Mm-hmm. And I know that he wants me to prosper and be in peace. So that must not be where I'm supposed to be. So now I go to church, man prophesies over me, tells them to help people start businesses, tells me, you know, I ain't never have to worry about money again. Didn't say nothing about me getting another job. You know, get on the phone. Somebody else prophesies over me again. Same thing. Didn't say nothing about me getting no job. You know, third time, somebody prophesies to me again. And it's like, oh, okay. Let me go and go over here. Where I'm supposed to be. And in the process of that, man, I didn't go out with the same people I used to go out with. Because I needed that time. You know? I went through a lot of things that people didn't even know I went through during that time because I wasn't talking to them. Right. Yeah. You know, and I'm talking to God. I'm literally walking and running and jogging and lifting weights and doing everything I can and reading books. And that's my wilderness. You know, that's my 40 days and 40 nights. That's my backside of Egypt. You know, so that when I come back and represent myself to the world, I've been transformed. Mm hmm. You know, now I see people who want to talk about the old stuff and that don't even have nothing to do with me. You're going to have to get to know the new me because that ain't me. I know that's right. I know that's right. So, yeah, you're going to feel guilty. People are going to talk about you, but you have to say to yourself, man, I'm really just trying to get to the level God want me on. And until I get to the level God wants me on, I just got to do what I got to do. You know, this is not against you. This is for me. Mm-hmm. No, literally not against you. I ain't saying you a bad person. I ain't saying, it, you know, anything about you. I'm just saying as for me, I'm going to follow my dream. I don't need you to validate it. <laughs> I don't need you to co-sign it. I don't need you to cheerlead it. I just All need right. you to stay out of my way. So give us some a conclusion and then I'll do takeaways for us. Okay, so in conclusion, first and foremost, you know, every time I'm on here, I'm going to tell you the same thing. Mm-hmm. The very fact that you are on here says that God wants to do something for you. The very fact that you tuned into this, found this, keep being pulled back to this, drawn to this, says God is trying to do something for you. Now, the question becomes, are you going to keep the commandments? Are you going to walk the narrow path? Are you going to do the thing that opens up the door? And get you the stuff that God wants to give you. You know, are you going to embrace your inner villain and tell people, I can't, I'm sorry, no disrespect, but I can't do it. And then take that time that you freed up, that time that you reclaimed, and then put it towards what God is trying to give you, whether it be that business, whether it be going back to school, whether it be losing weight, whether it be all three. And do it with enough energy and vigor long enough to see the result it may not happen in one week two weeks three weeks it may take three months four months five months but are you going to stay there long enough to let god do what he's trying to do with you so that you can get where you belong so 
that's the thing. Like, are you going to do it? Are you going to stay there? Because if you stay there long enough and work hard enough, it'll come to fruition. Because if it wasn't possible, I wouldn't be telling you that it was. You know, if it wasn't something that God was trying to do, you wouldn't be listening. So the very fact that you hear says that you should consider what we're saying and probably put it into practice. Back to you. <laughs> Look, I'm like, amen. In the, in the church I'm sitting, okay, I'm just sitting there like, amen. That, you know, hey, those are nuggets. And Stay on it's that on you. Yeah, it's on you to crack the nugget and receive it. Um, I keep hearing going back so i'm about to do takeaways and so just going back to the start of the podcast the put your eggs in one basket don't put all your eggs in one basket that's something that Sadan says all the time right mm -hmm. and so with that being said i feel like we need a podcast <laughs> i just feel like we need a podcast so Okay, next should. thing we're going to talk about, don't put all the eggs in one bag. Yeah, yeah. So, so should. Tell so some should. people. <laughs> we talk about it. <laughs> so, should country, A, hold on to faith, B, have options, or C, just go meet people so I can fix my friends up with people. And then... The next takeaway is don't live in yesterday. It's gone. If God wanted us to go counterclockwise, he would have made it so. Um, I spoke yeah, on Sunday. Way. I spoke on Sunday, yeah, when she uh, looked back mm -hmm. and God turned into a pillar of salt. Um, but I spoke on Sunday about Hezekiah and God telling him to get his house in order. But you know, he went into praying and he was crying and he was crying out to God and God turned back the hands of time for him. He, he sent it back um, 10 steps, but it added 15 years to his life. And so time is a tricky thing and we don't have as much as we think we have. So if we're stuck living in the past and reliving those moments that didn't treat us so good or made us feel some type of way, we'll lose out on the things that God has planned for us, right? Sometimes we can be our biggest blessing blocker because we won't be open. We won't lose ourselves enough to be blessed by the most high. And most of us are believers. If you aren't, then you should really do some more soul searching and believe in something. I'd rather put my money on something, you know, knowing because you didn't do it by yourself. We didn't create this world. Uh, so on and so forth, right? Yeah. And so I'd rather put my money on something than rather put it on nothing at all. Um, have those self-talks. Back to not living in yesterday. Uh, it's harder to be positive. And so then we know that it has to be something good and just being positive because of the effort that it takes to do the right thing or to be positive, to smile, to change that mindset. It's something good in that. And so don't never think that it's not. Have those self-talks with yourself because it's important. What does today have for you? Take the risk. Do your research, though, if you're having questions about those risks and what it looks like. So Don said, do some research about it. 
And then lastly, I would just say again, look outside and you'll see yourself. But if you look inside, you'll find yourself. And that's by Drew Gerald. And on that note, if you hang in there with me, I'll I'm hang in there with you. you. Peace. All right.